Listen up, Gotham. This is Batman. Tune into the Bat Fanatic podcast with Sammy Warmhands. And if you don't, I'll be coming for you. Hey, everybody, it's the Dark Knight of Rap, Sammy Warmhands, and this is not the Bat Fanatic podcast. Wow, I kind of went a little bore out with that nod, didn't I? I will not be joined today by my co-hosts, Ben and Evan. This is just a bonus episode. We did an Instagram Live after my recent trip to Seattle for Emerald City Comic Con. And joining me is my friend, the Nando Knight, who visited LA Comic Con. And my friend, Everything Batman, aka Dunk Dave, who visited C2E2 in Chicago. So we are all going to recap our con stories Again, thank you guys for listening to the season. Now that that is complete, this is just a little something extra for you. This is our Comic-Con recap. Well, I appreciate you guys doing this. Me and Nando were talking the other day about we had each just got back from doing a con. I was like, oh, man, I I wish that uh, we could just do, like, recap each of our experiences, you know. And then Dunk just got back uh, from Chicago, too, so we all had our, our little trips and i thought well shit why don't we just do a little uh a little live and i can record it we'll drop a little bonus episode for the yeah. uh bat fanatic podcast and um yeah why not little menage con over here okay. yeah <laughs> so i mean where to start i mean i guess dunk you just got back you know highlights what who did you meet damn where the hell do i begin i know um, First off, like, it was difficult going to, like, this was a common, like, um, <clears throat> I thought I was going to go like, some people that I'm close with. At last minute, things didn't work out. For whatever reason, no hard feelings. Like, it's tough, you know? It's tough committing to things like this. So I was like, whatever. Listen, I'm a lone wolf. You could put me anywhere and I'll figure it out. So I fly into Chicago. I get a cab. And I didn't realize how big Chicago was. Yo, Grumps, what up? What's up, Grumps? Yo, yo. I didn't realize how big Chicago was. Like, it was like a $65, like, lift ride from the airport to downtown. And, like, the con was still the three miles away, whatever. So, burger, beer, sleep, wake up. I walk to the con. Everyone's like, can't believe you're walking. I'm like, it's daytime. I don't have to worry about getting shot. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I did the same thing, man. You going to shot town? I... I I planned so mine though. Six seven body into a trunk, you know, at least in broad daylight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take no, a couple like, of rounds. <laughs> I'm with you though, because those those fucking lift fees can add up. So I always like I'll be looking at the map on the Airbnb or on Expedia or whatever. I'm like, okay, where is the best for me to just throw on a backpack and walk down there, you know? And so yeah. you know, I was within I think half a mile, you know, <laughs> even though it was pouring down rain, it wasn't far. Yeah, I um, I stayed downtown North River, and um, they actually like by that area. There's a lot of places that like Dark Knight was shot at. So it was like, yeah, when I was walking around, I took pictures of all these places, and everyone was like, "Holy shit!" Like, you know, that's where this was at. That's where that would happen. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm walking around like with goosebumps, enjoying the shit out of it, just walking. That's awesome. Um, but come Friday, I, I got to the con about eight thirty. Everything started at ten. I was probably like maybe like the 40th person online in general admission. Yeah. My, I had this whole thing where like I have to go to the Comic Mint. Shout out to the Comic Mint. It had all these exclusives. Dope as hell. 
which I did. I went there first. Then I was like, cool, from there, where do I go? I walked Artist Alley like mad quick. It was like, I don't know, like 15 aisles. And I was like, all right, cool. This person's going to be there that time. This person's going to be there. Sweet. I hit up Amanda Connor and Jimmy, got some shit signed. Went to Joelle Jones. So happy to see her. Got so much signed. Uh, she actually, well, Jimmy did a sketch on my Batman blank. Joelle Jones did a sketch on my Batman blank. And that was massive for me. That was rad. Yeah. The um, Joelle was dope. She's so sweet, man. And she said she was in Oregon. She was in Oregon. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think we were talking about Oregon. And that's how I was like, yeah, I stopped once at Coos Bay. And she was like, there's no reason to stop in Coos Bay, Oregon. And I was like, yeah, I know. Yeah, I live out here. I'd never gone over there. <laughs> <laughs> that's, pr- right, so- that's probably like less than an hour <laughs> right, away, I think. location over you. Yeah. Then I was like, where's Kimmy Garcia? Just to map that out. I was pretty much around all over the place on Friday. Friday, I finished the majority of my things. But uh, Did you do two or three days? I did all three. But I, did, I bought Friday and Saturday first and then figure out, like, Sunday, I was like, all right, if I don't have to go Sunday, I'll walk around Chicago and yeah. just chill. No, I had to go Sunday. I had some CGC stuff to handle. Shout out to uh, Capture Collectibles. Those guys, when they're not around, man, they hook it up. When they're around, when CGC's not around, they hook it up. Like, they're really great peeps. Yeah, Friday was just, I knocked out so much. I didn't see Kimmy Garcia until Saturday. Mm-hmm. And I, I told her for a bit, just chatting about Harley Joker and, like, her family and the detectives and the psych behind all the characters and all that stuff. Great conversation. But uh, it was a lot. And being on your own, I realized you could get so much shit done. Because, like I said, I'd be like, yeah. Yo, what are you up to? Dude, no, I'm out. Dude, it's honestly kind of better because I've done, I think, three alone at this point yeah. in in Portland, in Seattle, and in uh, San Antonio. And you can kind of just make your plan, pop in and out, be moving around. You don't have to be like, ooh, I want to look at the stuff you know, over here. I'm like, no. I got I got a place to be at eleven, you know, and so it, it's kind of freeing to just be able to pack a bag, bring all your shit, look at where, like you said, when you okay, you get to Artist Alley. I know so and so is going to be in this booth at this time, so I got to go there first, you know, and just kind of like mapping your shit out so you get the cool stuff, you know. Yo, bad force times. What, what up? up? Times. Um, yeah, it, it was it was kind of like cool, like alone. But then, like, it also gave me the opportunity to link up with people that I've seen at other cons. Yeah. Like, people I saw at Terrific Con, people I saw at New York Comic Con, people I saw in Baltimore. And, like, we just built a stronger, like, relationship because we saw each other at these cons just this year. I don't know. It was different. It was so different. Normally, it's like, hey, what are you up to? Where are you going to eat? And we can get into the conversation about eating later. <laughs> I ate. You're not used to that deep dish over there in your New York pie, bro. Yeah. It's a whole different world, man. A deep dish eating a fucking birthday cake. <sighs> soup. <laughs> soup. <laughs> it wasn't soup the first time, but uh, no, overall, man, like, I, it was just, uh, it's I like the fact, all right, so thank God I'm not like Marvel and DC, right? Yes. Yeah. There's DC people you go to and there's Marvel people you go to and there's people in between. I could focus on DC, so most of my Friday I was done on everything. And Saturday morning I got clean house, and then Saturday at the end of the day I just chilled, hung out with cosplayers, hung out with other artists, hung out at Capture Collectibles. That's it. And then Sunday was just 
all right, guys, just like, you know, my farewell to everyone. But uh, yeah, nah, C2E2 is dope, man. So let me ask you this: Do you have any of your uh, sketches and and stuff handy? I got one in front of me, and this is not mine. Someone actually hit me up. Uh, I'm not sure if I can say their name. I'm not gonna like. I'm not gonna say it. Yeah. But they wanted a, a blank sketch, and Amanda Connor stopped doing blank sketches. If you bought a sketchbook for Amanda Connor, she asked for two hundred dollars each. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she's an amazing artist. But I picked up this, uh, this print. Oh, yeah, yeah. She did this. This Harley with horns. Yeah. On there. And she ripped it. Like, for 60 bucks, I'm like, that's a hell of a deal. Yeah, that was good. I waited in line two hours, but I made friends with Amanda Connor's handler, Patrick, who's from Florida. Nice. Yeah, cool-ass dude. He was very nice. He came over. He was like, you've been sitting here for a while. some cookies. Yeah, thanks. So here's my uh, my Batman blank, right? I've been working on this since 2018. Yes. Most of them are from New York Comic Con 18. Of course, the Murphy, Frank, Frank Cho, uh, Aunt Lucia, Tom King with his uh, amazing amazing (laughs) Batman there in the cape. I got you fucked up because I'm drinking from my Spider-Man glass here. Uh, (laughs) uh, Francisco Matina. There's just some signatures on the inside. I got, uh, wait, there he goes, some Bab Star. Nice. Nice. I just got her... Variant for 89, number four. Oh, That's so a great good. cover. She's awesome. Then uh, Peter Gwynn, our homie, Laura Braga. She just signed and like put a Batman cow, a oh, Batman symbol. Wait, you got to meet Laura? I didn't know that. 2018, man. She was supposed to be in 2019, but she didn't make it. Oh, man. That's rad. Uh, I fanboyed hard as fuck when I saw her because I love her Harley. Yeah. Then uh, Jimmy... Did this. Wow. And then, of course, Joel Jones. Nice. So, that was super good. So Is some of these folks you've met multiple times now. I mean, you're you're kind of a vet at this. I'm pretty new at it still. <laughs> Don't let him fool you. He will sit there and educate you on how to map out your backpack for cons. <laughs> he was like, first, you got to make sure you have your store folio. If you don't have that. <laughs> You're going to mess up because you yeah. got to have that place. He goes, you got to tag your artists for your books, have them in order, have them in line. I was yes. like, so when's the YouTube crash going up? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I did? I, I actually put post-it notes on uh, each comic with the uh, color pen that I wanted for that book to be signed because I, I was like, man, if I got my gold and my silver or my black in my pocket, right? I'm going to be going, okay, now which one is this? Or like, you got this fucking line behind you. I, I tried to embrace my OCD to the fullest on this trip and have my backpack totally organized, and it was great. Yeah. I learned, honestly, like, uh, Risley, he's, he's watching us now. Like, I watch him, like, get ready for a Comic-Con. No one could beat that dude. He's just like, <laughs> yeah, I'll talk to you later, I'm out. Got things to do. And he gets so many signatures and so many things done. But he's like a DC Marvel guy. He loves comic books. For yeah. me, it's like, I don't have to be that hardcore. It's just DC stuff. But I, I, I learned from him. We, uh, I got Baltimore. We got to the hotel and really just like threw all our comic books on the floor. Uh, he's laughing. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, all right, cool. What do the schedules look like? And we're like, all right, cool. We're going to hit this first. We're going to hit that. Hey, um, I got two books for this person. Get that signed for me. Sweet. And it was just like teamwork. And like, that's the beauty of it. Like when you that's have cool. someone else, you could, uh, 
really knock out a lot more. And especially if you like one or two books, it's like, why are you just standing in line for like 30 minutes for one book? But then like your friends are going to go and get multiple books signed. So it's like... Well, and that was a really nice thing about Emerald City is that they started on Thursday. And so I was, you know, in line an hour early on Thursday when by far the fewest people are going to be there, you know, cruising through Artist Alley at opening... I mean, some of them weren't even there yet, but that really gave me a a, a, a leg up, you know, because th- there were practically no lines at that point, you know. Yeah, it's crucial to go like the first day, mm-hmm. it's because most of the time it's a work day, so it's less amount of people there, and you get so much done. Like I showed up at eight thirty on Friday, and I was like the fortieth person there. Yeah. I showed up at 8.30 on Saturday. I was in the second group of people <laughs> on the second wave that gets... No, the third wave of people that gets launched. And I was like, shit. Yeah, Saturday was wild too, man. With the, Even like with the reduced capacity, I was like, I don't know how you could fit more motherfuckers in here. I, I don't know if that's true for Saturday. <laughs> I think that they went all yeah. in. I only did one day for LA. Like, uh, I only did Sunday. And, and what's really interesting from all the feedback I've gotten from other people was that it, it was really similar every day. You know, I mean, obviously you had differences of who was going to be there on Saturday only. Like Frank Miller was there on Saturday. Yeah. Um, like Zachary Levi was there on Saturday and they weren't there Sunday. But everybody I wanted to go see was there all three days. So it was, it was okay. So I was like, I still was able to make everything in. Uh, the con opened its doors at 930 I was there at 9.30 to walk in and everybody rushed the center to get in through the main two doors. Mm-hmm. I was all the way off to the right-hand side and just kind of walked my staircase up and got right in and everyone's trying to book it to the Hot Topic booth to go get the exclusives. And I was just walking by, walking by, just kind of ground everybody. And it's like, I didn't have to do all that stuff. And I still got in right where everybody else did. I was nice. like, so it's good. When you um, did the open to close all in one, right? Yeah. How yeah, was that? I did, man? I, I did all in one on Sunday, and I was there from nine thirty till five. So it was the the full day. I saw everything I needed to. It was it was really good. But you know, to kind of go into LA because that kind of helps transition it. You know, the we were talking about you know letting people in. You know, it was in the LA Convention Center, and it's that's a big a big location, and it was spaced out really well. Like it was almost too spaced out. Like you were like, man, I gotta go all the way over there to go do this. I was like, oh, okay. So it was a trek, um, but. You know, Artist Alley was and the creators uh, section was all on the left hand side when you walk in and it was like five rows of Artist Alley, but it ran the whole width of the convention center. So it was like it was one row, but you probably had 20 to 30 artists in that one row. And it was a lot. So they spaced them out pretty well. Uh, They did a good job. You know, you guys are talking about how when you get there, you have everything lined up, you have everything ready to go, who you're going to go see. I tried that. I really did. because This is my first year of doing cons. Yeah. By myself, like I went to Torpedo Con this year. Uh, Dave really helped me get ready for for LA because there was more, a little bit more to do in this one for me. And um, I got in and I got lost. Like I started like walking the vendors and I started like seeing T-shirts and I started seeing things. And I'm like, oh man, this is awesome. Oh dude, this is great. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh wait, what time is it? Oh wait, I gotta go. Like I gotta get do go do what I gotta do. And you know, the first artist I went to go see was David Nakayama. Um, I went to go see David Nakayama because I had his. Um, the cereal, the cereal box cover variants from Batman Adventures Continues. And I had messaged him earlier uh, about going to con and I asked him, you know, how much are you charging for this? He's like, oh, I'm doing them for free. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I'll come by and I'll, I'll bring you the books. And he's like, which ones do you have? And I go, oh, the, the Adventures, 
you know, cereal box covers. He's like, oh, which ones? And I go, all five. And he goes, wait, all five? And I go, yeah. And he goes, no one's brought me all five yet. And wow. I'm like, well, I'm bringing you all five. And he's like, wait, these are the Sanctum Sanctorum variants. And I was like, yeah, my buddy, Dave, who was out at Baltimore Con, he, he grabbed them for me and sent them to me. So I was like, yeah, so these have come a long way to come get your signature. And he is a, uh, I actually have them right here. Hold on. As he was signing them, you know, he was going through them and he talked about this one is Harley Quinn one. That's his favorite one. I love it. So he, he has that one. That's his favorite. You know, you had the Poison Ivy one, the Mr. J's, the Bat Bits with Catwoman. And then you had the Sub-Zeros. I like the Catwoman one, man. The yeah, Cat- the Catwoman one stands out a little bit, but there's that. They're all so good. Oh, they're all great. I, I had to have the set. And there was a guy that we were talking to, uh, um, J.P. McFly, who's running a Spider-Man booth or like a, a comic booth. And he had the Punchline 1 like yeah. cover. So I went to go get that. And then I went back to David and I was like, dude, sign this for me. And he was like, absolutely. Um, I tried to get the his uh, 1 in 25 Wonder Woman black and gold cover. Yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't get the book. But uh, he did have one of his big prints left. He had one. I literally took the last one that he had on his display stand, and he signed that one for me. So that was really, really cool. Nice. Um, going back about the COVID protocol stuff, they were really good. Uh, you know, they they checked you in uh, ahead of time. They had to make sure everything was legit and on you really smoothly. And then once you were able to get inside, they had, like, the wipe stations. They had extra wipes for you to grab and take for yourself. They even had extra masks if you wanted to pick up extra masks. There was hand sanitizing stations everywhere you went within a 25, 30 foot radius. They were really on top of their game for this. And the only time you would see celebrities take off their masks is if they were in for a photo shoot. They would even ask the person, like, do you want me to have the mask on? Do you want me to have the mask off? And that was really uh, nice to see that. And what else? Oh, an artist alley. Um, I ran into Manuel Martinez. He's a Northern California artist. And what's funny is I bought a piece of his before that was like secondhand. So I didn't buy it from him. And I was walking down Artist Alley and I was like, oh, see, I have that print. And then I was like, wait a minute. The rest of that stuff looks similar. And I started like digging in a little deeper. And I started talking. I was like, dude, I bought this piece. It's a it's a bat symbol that has all the rogues in it. Nice. So it's like, and it's kind of like super cool. Um, I'll send you a picture of this one day so you can see it. Um, but he had these prints and... I bought his Harley Quinn and then he had another rogues gallery one that he did and his Harley Quinn, because my daughter's named Harley. So literally I have, nice. you know, uh, anytime I can get some cool Harley Quinn stuff, I try to, and he had his artist there, his uh, colorist there and was like, he's like, I was like, well, would you color it? And he was like, sure. He's like, sure. What do you, what do you want me to do? You want me to do like, you want, um, traditional animated series color scheme. Do you want, you know, the Margot Robbie color scheme with like the more the pinks and blues. And I was like, you know what? this is the first time you're coloring this at all. You get to pick. And he was like, all right. So the black and white ended up turning into this. Yes. That's so cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So watching them do the coloring and like using the mint greens to like highlight the, the pale skin tones. I was like, I would have never understood any of this or guessed it. And it was fantastic to watch. It was just amazing. He did it in like 15 minutes. And he was like, can I take a picture of this and post it? And I was like, yeah. F yeah, like do it, dude. Like I want to see you do it. But that was just like Artist Alley, you know, and the big pull for me that weekend, and, and I think you guys know this, it was uh, I've never got to meet Kevin Conroy in person. And yeah, Conroy me neither. was there. 
So I bought the ticket in advance and his, his signing was supposed to be at like one thirty or one o'clock. And I was here at 1140. I was like, well, I'm going to go stand in line. Like I'm, I'm not going to wait. Like I'm going to go stand in line right now yeah. and get there. And I got there. I got my poster out that I wanted to get signed. I was, I had it all ready to go. I reorganized my backpack standing in line. I put my earphones in. You got that like, cool phantasm one signed, right? That amazing. Yeah. So actually I have it right here too. So it was this, oh, the, it was the Mondo one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's gorgeous. So I had him do the whole, the whole, I am vengeance. I am the night. I'm Batman, right? Yeah. And I asked, and I'm so I'm standing in line, and all of a sudden this line starts moving, and I'm like, "What's going on?" And they're like, "They're like, come on, 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 come on." And you get into the you know the aisleway where they have everybody sectioned off, and the guy, his, the guy's like, "All right, well, you're next." And I'm like, "I'm next." He's like, "Yeah, you're next." I was like, "I thought he's not signing anything." Yeah, and he was like, "Mr. Conroy is going through his times, like he's just signing everybody through wow. the whole day." And I was like, "Oh." So my heart started like jumping. I was like, oh man, what am I going to say? What am I going to tell him? (laughs) Well, dude, this is like, you know, and it's like, I I asked his handler and I go, I said, you know, I said, is it okay to ask him to sign something specific or is it just going to be his like signature? And he was like, no, 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 absolutely. He was like, what do you want him to sign? I was like, okay. So I, and as soon as I got there, he's like, he was like, hello, what would you like me to say? I was like, if you wouldn't mind Mr. Conroy, he's like, it's Kevin. And I'm like, Mr. Conroy, uh, you know, (laughs) if you wouldn't mind saying, signing the, I am, and he was like, say no more. And then he just went into it. And by the way, this man's penmanship is ridiculously yeah. amazing. And I just was telling him, you know, thank you for making, for portraying Batman and Bruce Wayne to be truly like a pillar in light in Gotham. Like, you know, you made this hero who has been in the dark and does all of his work there and really be a light in the dark. And I said, you know, you really made Bruce Wayne look to be the better person and the better human being all the time. And I said, so thank you for giving us kids as growing up watching this. And now as adults to try to emulate that, I said, thank you for that. And he was like, what's your name? And I was like, Fernando. And he goes, give me that back. And he takes it back and he signs <laughs> it and he's like, personalizes it to me. And then he hands it back to me. And I was just like, I Yeah. Thanks. Like I was just like dumbfounded after the word of, after that. Yeah. And it just, that was like, that was my, my, my grail. Cause it was like, you know, they always tell you don't meet your heroes, you know, and yeah. it's like, you know, like, yeah, don't meet your heroes if your hero isn't my Kevin Conroy Batman, because all your other heroes suck then. Because wrong. Yeah, right. It, it, that's exactly what it was. So There's no um, after that, I was on cloud nine for the rest of the day. Like I was like, I could do whatever the heck I wanted and it wouldn't have mattered. That's amazing. Um, but the thing for Dave, I was able to f- uh, hook up with uh, Tony Fleeks with Stray Dogs and get a couple books signed. I picked up uh, his trade. This one, he was able to sign this one. Dave sent me a couple of books to get some sketches done for him and some signatures. So those went back to him now. So they're on his way back to him. Uh, and I was able to do that. He was a nice guy. When he saw the, the sketch cover, he was like, oh, I know this one. And I was like, ah, Dave's world renowned over here. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I kind of I kind of made a big deal out of it in Baltimore when I met Tris. For anyone who's read Stray Dogs, Sophie's like the main character of that five-part series. And uh, she did a Sophie in the front. And if you ever buy a Stray Dogs book, they always have their butts in the back. <laughs> and I was like, hey, uh, Trish, I'm going to come back and you have to draw the butt in the back tomorrow. And Trish was like, tomorrow we're drawing butts. And I was like, hell yeah, you're drawing butts <laughs> tomorrow. And she's like, we're drawing butts. So when we had them on the, when we had Trish and Tony on the podcast, I was like, I showed the book on the podcast, on the Bathwick podcast. And, um, Tony laughed about it. 
And Trish remembered because I was the first person I asked for a butt on a sketch. That's fine. On a cover. And I was hoping Tony would do the same, but he did a really good job with the sketch he did, so I'm excited to get it. Nice. And then uh, when I see him, I'm like, yo, bro, I'm telling you got to put the butt on the back. <laughs> so thanks he a lot. Just, he, oh, anytime. Hey, man, you sent me the five books from Baltimore, so, you know, there's one hand washes the other, and... It was funny when I told him, I was like, yeah, there's the butt on the back sketch. I was kind of like, he wants you to do a butt sketch. And he was like, oh, that's cool. And then he just turned it back over. And I was like, <laughs> well, there goes that. It is what it is. Yeah, you had to try. Yeah, I'll get him next time. Well, <laughs> I guess um, I'll share some of my Seattle adventure. Yeah, you went in in Seattle. Wait, wait, time out. If you're not doing the rest of this interview in the jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it I'm, would. I'm just saying. It, it would take me too long to go get it. It's in the closet on a hanger. But yeah, pretty much. I'll sum it up by saying, like, each day was like legendary by itself. You know, like you said about okay, I met Conroy. I can go. Like, doesn't matter what happens after this, right? I felt like that every day because. The first day, I was the first one in line for Sean and Katana Murphy, and it was such a treat, and they were very nice. You know, the whole thing is, <laughs> Grumps, where's the jacket? It's in the closet, man. I'll bust it out when it's raining. But, um, yeah, so I, I met them. They were super, super nice. She remembered me from reviewing the White Knight stuff on the podcast and, like, tagging them in that and so yeah they were really nice i gave them some stickers and some some batman stuff that i had written and she actually had me sign that to her which i thought was neat i was blown away because again i was like the first person in line and they were very very nice about they just grabbed my books and started drawing i was like whoa i didn't ask for that and so I get this giant Batman head sketch in my hardcover and she does a little hyena in there. I'm like, oh my God, like you guys are amazing. I had him do a little Azrael on my uh, White Knight poster that I brought. It was like an 11 by 17 that I already had. Nice. And um, so, yeah, that just set off the day. I was like, man, anything else that happens? Yo, Fanzilla, they were just talking about your jackets. That was amazing. I went over to Mirka and Dolfo. Um, who did the art in that punchline number one that you just held up on the interior. I asked about commissions. She already had a few lined up somehow, like right at opening, but I was able to get one. And then as I was walking around, I found a bunch of blanks. And so I brought back, yes, yep, I got the same one signed. So I was walking around, I found a bunch of retailers selling blanks, and I bought some, and there was a punchline, and so I brought it back, right? I stopped by the next day. She had finished it. It was phenomenal, like blew me away above expectations. But while she was signing my shit the first day, I had just met Alex Sinclair. And he walks up to her table while I'm putting my things in my bag. And he's like, man, I'm such a fan of your work. Like, I'd love to work with you again. And she like, oh, here, take some of this stuff. And he goes, oh, come over to my booth. I'll give you some of mine. You know, they were just geeking out on each other's stuff. I'm like, whoa, this is cool to witness, right? Yeah. And then he's like, yeah, well, I, I really hope I get to color your stuff again. You know, that, that would be so much fun. 
And I was like, I just paid her to do a black and white commission, right? So the next day when I go back and pick it up, I walk right around the corner and give it to Alex. I'm like, yo, uh, would would you color this? I, like I was standing right there when you said that, you know? And so I got a double commission here. Draw, That's nice. Drawn by Mirka and colored by Alex Sinclair, the best in the biz. And uh, That's man, great. That just absolutely floored me. Oh, and I have this, talking about blanks. They hooked me up at Sean Murphy's table so much that I went and bought a blank for Joker. I brought it back, and then I paid him to do a little uh, remark cover. And uh, I went back and had... He left just enough space, so I had Katana add the little uh, hyena there, too. Um, so that was amazing. And got a little remark from Terry Dodson. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, that's a good one. I got to meet Amy as well. She was there the second or third day. Um, Amy Chu, the writer. I hope someday to get this triple signed and meet Clay Mann. But yeah, I love that Poison Ivy series, The Cycle of Life and Death. I think Clay Mann's always in New York. Yeah. And then day two, DMC showed up from Run DMC. I kept checking like he didn't he was supposed to be there every day. He didn't he didn't show up first day. He wasn't there the second morning. But I circled back and he was there and there was hardly anybody in line yet and it was amazing, you know. I'm an MC. I have been for a very long time and even well before that, the first hip hop that I got into was you know that early New York Def Jam shit is Beastie Boys and and Run DMC and you know, to this day, their music means everything to me. So that was a real treat to get to meet him. And uh, we actually traded information. He hit me up uh, oh, wow. because I asked him if he would be my a guest on my other podcasts where I interview musicians. So I'm I'm hoping we can make that happen. But he he did follow up with me. So I just oh man, I was huge, bro. That's I was on huge. cloud nine. You know, it was it was really a an amazing day. And then day three, I had to actually buy extra tickets and buy a different hotel to adjust day three because Jim Lee was the big guest last year when it got canceled. And they announced all the guests really late this year. So Jim Lee uh, got added. I booked a Saturday. And I saw that his, his art dealer was taking commissions for small sketch cards and i was like I, okay i already have the tickets to meet him we already blew this last year when i wanted to meet him you know i've got everything signed from alex and scott williams like i just got to do it you know I, I went all in and so i haven't I, I haven't framed it yet but this is the hush batman that's awesome bro that's fantastic. Luckily, I kept going back. And he's like, yeah, I mean, you'll probably get it by Sunday. I was like, no, no, no. I'm leaving town Saturday after the Jim Lee signing. So, like, I kept coming back to the art dealer over and over again. Hey, any news yet? Any news yet? And they had it right before the signing. So it was perfect timing. I got to, like, bring it, show Jim, like, oh, yeah, I was the one who bought this. He took a picture oh, together right. with it when he signed my stuff and... That was super cool. They also gave me everyone who went to the VIP for Jim got like an extra uh, signed print. 
I don't know if I can reach it from here. Oh, yeah. It's a Batman Catwoman Christmas thing. <laughs> there you go. Oh, from Batman, Cat, uh, Batman Catwoman. Yeah. Yeah. Which I haven't yeah. read yet. I've been holding out because um, I'm generally a trade waiter. But uh, yeah, that was super cool just as like a bonus for doing that. And yeah, man, like I said, every single day was amazing. And then what you guys were talking about, the hoopla, I guess, the controversy was the jacket because I was going by, I think on day two, I do a little bit, a minuscule amount of cosplay, but it's not really, um, I haven't really dove into it yet. So I, walked, I probably walked by this booth the first day and I'm cruising through again. And on the end is the Bob the Goon 89 Joker jacket, the purple leather jacket with the big old patch on the front. I'm like, holy fuck. I've looked for these before. You know, like I've looked and everything is like a knockoff. You know, like I've seen like yeah. shitty, like it's got a Heath Ledger patch on it or something weird. Yeah. You know, it's like something's always wrong. It's a hot topic thing. Yeah. And I looked at it and it was... It was pretty much perfect, and I, I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta try this on, and I, I tried it on, it like, it wouldn't quite zip up in the middle. I'm like, ah, I don't know. Plus, it's a lot of money, and like, all I wear is hoodies, you know, for the last twenty years. So I, I was like, all right, let me think about it. And so me and the dude are like DMing each other <laughs> on Instagram that night, like, well, what about a bigger size? Well, what's the turnaround? Well, how about this? How about that? You know, and so. I'm posting the pictures and everyone's DMing me. Oh, did you get the jacket? Oh my God, did you get the jacket? Right. <laughs> and I'm posting the conversation with my wife where she's like, yeah, dude, that's super cool. And then after a while, she's like, I thought you could tell I was being sarcastic. And I was like, oh, fuck, man. I thought you were into this too. I thought you were like, oh yeah, I get it. That's cool. It's your favorite movie that's red, you know? But she's like, that's fucking stupid. She's like, the purple jacket with the fur collar? Come on, get the fuck out of here. And I'm like, ugh. If, uh, if um, Kelly Camp could do it, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was doing pink. Purple is not pink. Purple is a little better. I mean, I had purple hair for a while. Purple, and purple, yeah. is, a, purple is a royal color. Just remember yeah. that. Yeah. It's royalty. So I go back the next day. I, I messaged the dude. I was like, all right, I'm going to come back in the morning. I'm going to try it on, take a picture, and send to the lady and be like, look, it's not that bad. It's actually pretty cool. you know." And so I go there, and I put it on. The one on the front, I guess, had sold because I, I had to reach into the middle of the rack and pull up like the last one. And I, and I put that on, and it fit. And it didn't have the furry collar thing. And I'm like, oh, shit. And dude's like points to the sign. Because, you know, you go there on like, the third day, the fourth day, people are marking shit down. Oh, yeah. They don't want to go back with inventory. Exactly. Yeah. And he's like, yo, today only, everything's 99 bucks. I'm like, ah. Oh. And that was a lot. <laughs> that was a lot off from what it was. No way. Yeah. Oh, my God. And I, I was I like. I would have got one. That, for that price point, I would have got one. Dude, no I, I didn't even say anything. I just gave him the nod like, okay, I give in. <laughs> my money. I give in. <laughs> and then when I get home, first of all, I wore that thing out of the con. Like, it was hot the rest of the day, so I had it in a bag. 
But when I had to walk to my car, it's pouring down rain. I was like, oh, this is fucking awesome. Like, I'm warm. I'm dry. Like, it's not soaking through my hoodie. I was like, this rules. Then I get home, and I was like, oh, I think it's got some, like, balled-up paper or padding or something in the pocket. And I unzip the pocket. I pull it out. Oh, it's the detachable fur collar. Fur collar. So I put it back on, and it's warm like a scarf, and it's glorious. And I'm so, so happy. Like, now yeah. I need the fucking, I need the black fedora to go with it. Blake, it's like, uh, you get work, and then you just need somebody to walk up to you and be like, you're my number one guy. That's it. Yeah, That's dude, it. I want to, I want to hook up with like, uh, the dark guardian or like Batman in Seattle or something and tell them I'll, I'll be their Bob the goon if they want to do like a shoot, you know? <laughs> dude, 99 bucks. Yeah. I would have bought one too. Yeah. Uh, it's it, Our, hard. It, I would have, and and Dunk, you might laugh at this reference, but I would have treated it like a little kid walking out out of the shoe store with fresh J's on. Like, nope, I'm wearing these now. Yeah, I'm not, not taking it off. I'm wearing it now. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was it was the greatest like cherry on top for the whole fucking weekend. Because like I said, it was just like meet my absolute favorite day one, meet my absolute favorite day two, meet my absolute favorite day three. It's like how could this get any better? Oh shit! Boom! It just the did. Jacket. You know, so I think, um, it's a great time. Or like, it does get better as like um, the comp progresses on numerous days. Like the first day, like your mind's like, I got so many things I want to get done. Checklist, yeah, yeah. And then it's like you start knocking that off, and then it's like for me, the second day was like, all right, cool. Let me check in with people because then I was doing that. Like my second day was like. Uh, I went to Kim and Garcia. I got a bunch of books signed. I was chatting with her for a bit. I went over to Stephanie Phillips, chatting with her for a bit. Uh, Joelle Jones did the sketch. I like offered to massage her hand, like, <laughs> and I was like, "Yo, like anytime you see me, be like Dave Coffee. I got you." Like, yeah. The fact that I got a free sketch, like, yo, that's awesome. I didn't bunch, realize. Bunch, I was like, my heart was like coming out of my chest when she was doing that. So that was Saturday. So Joel Jones says she might jump on the podcast. Got to talk to her. Nice. Rosa Betts. It's weird saying her name. But I met her. She was at the Capture Collectibles signing stuff. I met uh, Javon Jordan, who's doing like these sick variant covers with like Dr. Dre homages. Nice. Uh, DMX homages, like a lot of rap influence. He did. Do I have it on me? Where is it? Here we go. Here. Was that? Is that the? Um... Oh, that Jordan cover. Yeah. Yeah, he did that. Yeah. Uh, I needed that. Then he did this uh, Maniac of New York cover, mm-hmm. and he was mad dope too. Like he follows me. He'll probably see this cool ass dude. It was cool hanging out with him and just talking shit. The biggest thing for me is uh, just running across people that I follow. Yeah. That we haven't had a chance to actually meet in, in person. So, like, nerd, I found Nerdy Girl. Her and I were texting. She was like, you got to find me. I'm over here. And I'm like, crap, I'm on a scavenger hunt. Um, <laughs> found Nerdy Girl. Hung out with the guys from Short Box. Uh, you stopped and saw them at uh, Emerald City. So I, I stopped at Short Box, guys. Yep. And uh, Nerdy Girl was there buying slabs. And uh, talked to Gene, who's the CEO of Shortbox. Then I went over to uh, is it David Adams Comics, chat with them for a bit. 
Metropolis Comics, location located in New York. They were they were there too. It was dope. Heritage was big too in C two E two. Then uh, I picked up some other exclusives. I was just I was walking, man. I got nineteen thousand steps in. So did I. Nineteen thousand. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. walking, your feet are killing you. Like, nah, fuck this. One step, another step. One I step, got- another step. The perfect training for this, though, because right before, like a week before this happened, I got a, a seasonal job driving for UPS, so I'm walking around all fucking day anyway. And so I was like, all right, I'm in shape for this. I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just be on your feet all day. It's not easy, man. It's a marathon. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's the easy part. Is the For me, that's the easy part is being on my feet and walking around all day. That was the, that was yeah, the easy part. You're used to it. Not me, yeah. man. Yeah. It's... Um, <laughs> I think the like you you know you talk about Dave right now you talk about like the getting to meet the people and connect with people that you don't know yeah. um, you know I absolutely after the Conway signature like I was like I said I was on cloud nine and uh, there was a couple friends of mine that were there at the con and they were like hey what are you doing and I'm like oh, I'm I'm nothing just walking around now and I'm just staring like, at this poster like, well, I got signed right like it's just like I just saw Kevin Conroy I'm like <laughs> I'm done like well I can go home now and it was like and they're like oh come meet up with us so my friends. Jason, Jose, and Isaac, they run uh, Comic Cave on YouTube and uh, Instagram, and they have uh, they do like their weekly uh, comic reviews, and they've been doing their YouTube channel for over 10 years, wow. so it's the, their stuff, and so I hung out with them, which then let me meet a new shop owner. Her name's Liz. She runs Ryan's Comics, um, and then we met um, Make Havoc. Uh, his name's Steve. He actually came up to me. He was like, you're Nando Knight, huh? And I was like, Nice. Yeah, he was like, he's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm make havoc, and I was like, oh, what's up, dude? And, you know, it was, it was one of those, and uh, you start hanging out with these guys and start talking to them, and it's just a lot of fun, and it's, it was just a lot of fun to like build that community. And you know, Dave really talks about all the time how that's what he wants to do is he wants to build the community network of people being able to reach out to everybody and have that opportunity, like you know, and cross the platforms all together with everyone because that's how it should be. And you know, we start seeing that, and it's funny how. That's what we're doing social right now. Has, yeah, exactly right now. And it's like social media has made that happen. So it's really it's really cool to see all of that happening. Yeah, and speaking of people that you get to meet that you you know follow for a long time or you know on the internet, I did get to meet Dark Guardian, which I I think was the first time, either that or it's been many years, because we missed each other on the first couple of days and I finally caught him like pretty much on my way out the last day. Um, he does a really cool mashup cosplay where he has the returns cowl on the begins chest piece. And he kind of like cherry picks like the coolest parts of everything and, and put together his own suit. That's really cool. And then also on the last day, I got to see rogues gallery cosplay. Julie and Aaron do awesome shit. I mean, Obviously, I'm the DC guy, so you know I was hoping they'd come out with their uh, Batman Poison Ivy or something like that. But like they have these amazing, homemade, actually functional, animated, light up Iron Man suits that are crazy. And so like I I met I met them where yeah I met them where he's in the suit and she was Pepper right. And then I guess they went back the next day and she was in the suit, the rescue suit, the blue one, and he was Tony. So, like, they have one person in and one person out to kind of, like, manage things and do the social media thing and whatever. And I thought that was really smart. But, yeah, I follow them forever. They're so creative, so cool. They build amazing things. 
And then the only one that I missed out on was um, Stacy cosplay, who she does a lot of Gwen Stacy, but I just won her uh, her print giveaway, like grand prize, and got all these cool DC um, cosplay prints from her. But she only right. went on the Sunday when I was not there anymore. So, but yeah, it was cool just to um, they're like, oh. Your bad fan addict, like yo, thank you for supporting the page, you know, because like, you know me, I'm always sharing people's shit 25 times a day, and um, you know that's just what I like doing. It's like I like this fan community because we can all just talk about the shit that we love, and it's not like we're competing or we're all just having fun with it, you know. Oh, absolutely. I 100% agree with that, that it's it, it's not a competition because let's be honest, nobody's going to have everything. And when people start thinking that way, like you're, you lose out on it. It's about the appreciation of like, like Dave and I were talking about this a long time ago. It was like, it's the hunt for me. Like when I do collectibles and stuff, it's the hunt. Yeah. Like it's easy to do stuff online, but to go into the buildings and go find stuff and dumpster dive and bin dive and stuff like that. Like that's the fun part. But it's also cool when you get to like find something for your friend that collects and you're like, send it to you. And I got you. Yeah. And then they're like, Oh, what did you get? And then it's, that's the part of it. It's the, the whole community and camaraderie that comes out of it. That's, that's the, the vibe that I like out of it. Well, and yeah. Dunk's been offering for a while now, like, yo, if there's anybody at C2 you want me to get, I'm like, well, I do love this criminal sanity man that just dropped. And, and so he's been sending me pictures like, yo, I got this cover. I got this cover. I got this cover. What do you think? What do you want to get signed? Right. And, and so while I was out there, there was uh, a, a couple exclusives that he wanted me to pick up. So, you know, just like you guys did, we each picked up something for each other too. So yeah. I think that shit's That's really awesome. cool. Yeah. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. That, that's like the biggest thing. Like, you know, um, you build these relationships with people in the community. Right. And it's like, you know, like uh, for me, for, for starters, like the bad force is 10 of us. We're nationwide. So it's like we cover most of the cons and it's like, hey, anyone looking for something? Oh, those are, not, oh, my books. Those are yours. <laughs> I don't have your address yet. So. And, like, just 10 of us. So, like, we all go to cons, and it's like, hey, do you guys need anything from here? And, like, we had this massive chat where we just goof off the entire time. And it's like, hey, you know, um, do you guys need anything? Are you guys looking for anything? For the most part, a lot of guys don't chase signatures and stuff. Um, I'm still in that phase. I don't have uh, enough money to, like, get sketches, get commissions yet, or, like, move on to that. But I'll stick to, like, getting stuff CGC'd or signature series because that's, that's what I enjoy the most right now. But like, you know, we could, you could expand from that because it's not just like, you know, who you're closest to, but in this community, it's like, hey, you build a bond to other people, like people that you're close to, you know, in a sense. Maybe you make trust and you help each other out. Like when you listen to like Grumps and Gramps, you hear about me, Miles and the Time to find right? Grumps and Gramps. I'm, <laughs> I'm constantly looking for figs and stuff and all that crap. And because... It's a good feeling when you help someone to find something they're having a hard time finding. You were actually, I think, the first person to ever offer that kind of thing to me, period, when the NECA 89, not the Grapnel, but the uh, the Batarang first dropped. And oh, yeah. I went to like half a dozen Walmarts. I could not find this <laughs> fucking exclusive thing. And you're like, yo, you want me to get it? I was like, oh, I just pre-ordered it on Big Bad, you know? So, uh, but I thought that was so nice of you to actually like, yo, I'm scooping up a bunch of men. If you want me to send them to you, I'm like, that's so fucking cool of you. Like, <laughs> wow. 
Well, you know, it's I'm, I'm trying to start something, and my whole thing is, you know, we're, we're all chasing shit. We all want something, and you know, I don't. I'm not going to become a millionaire charging up charging people for shit. Yeah, but building a relationship with someone is more valuable than me making money off of. Yeah, you know. But rewind. You were talking about cosplayers before. Yes, and so I test base with a cosplayer that I haven't seen in a real long time. I think uh, everyone saw oh, this up, picture, Bruce? and it was uh, Jennifer Van Damsel. Yeah, yeah. The first time I saw her was in New York Comic Con, uh, 2018, and she was Supergirl, and she was in the Invicta section. And I remember walking up to the line. It was, it was me and Grumps. This was a Sunday, and she was like, "Oh my God, you're so tall!" And I was like, "Yeah, I hear that all the time." Um, she was like. Can I take a picture with you with my heels off? And I'm confused, right? Because I was like, I'm here to get a picture with you. You can take a picture with me however the fuck you want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she took her heels off, and, you know, there's that short-ass picture of her and me. Yeah. And then um, I saw she was here, and she's really funny because I was like, oh, I knew you were here, so I came over. She's like, yeah. You know, I took a picture of, of, like, showing a lot of my boobs, but this time I made sure that people read the caption. <laughs> <laughs> I was dying laughing. <clears throat> and I was like, I was just happy to see you again. I'm like, I saw you three years ago, and she was like, New York City Comic Con. Nice. And I was like, yeah. She's like, yeah, I took off my heels to take a picture with you. That's cool. And I was like, this height really does help. Yeah. <laughs> and we got a picture together. But it's funny, I bought a print. Right. And the story is, first of all, I was looking at the prints and um, shout out to is it NRG Comics. Dude walks up next to me and goes pervert and like his <laughs> band walks away. It's like this motherfucker. It's funny as hell. But I was looking at her prints and I was like, all right, like I love Harley Quinn. So I'm going to get a Harley Quinn uh, print. Yeah. I was looking at this one. Nice. Right. Thought it was cute. She didn't give me that one. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, oh. I'm definitely curve. So I didn't notice that she gave me the wrong one. So yeah. I got back to my room. And I was like, shit, she gave me the wrong one. I really wanted the other one. Yeah. The one her holding the bomb. And I went back the following day and I was like, hey, listen, um, can I get this print? And she was like, didn't you get that one yesterday? And I was like, no. She gave me another one. And she's like, no, I'll give it to you for free. Don't worry about it. I was like, no. Oh, that's like, nice. I'm here to support you, you yeah. know, like as a cosplayer, as a creator, as an artist of your of your craft. No. And she was giving me a hard time taking my money. <laughs> and I just like, no, all right. So she had a tip jar. I took 10 bucks, threw it in the tip jar. And I gave her the 20. I'm like, you still got my money. It just looks different. Give me a print. <laughs> she was a total sweetheart. I, I We had a conversation. I, I'm a, I hope to get her on the Everything Batman podcast. Yeah, that'd be but great. She was nice. She actually uh, she did a signing with Jimmy uh, Sunday, which I was unable to go because I had my flight uh, Sunday evening, so I had to leave a little early. Yeah. But besides her, the only other cosplayer I touched base with is this cosplayer in California, in Chicago, uh, Perfectly Teresa. She was so sweet. She was at New York Comic Con. She hooked me up with a Friday ticket to give a friend. Nice. Um, and it was very nice to her. And she, you know, I was trying to pay her, and she was like, no, just, just pay it forward. And I was like, really? And all people you're telling me that, I'm like, okay, cool. No problem. I have no problem doing that. And uh, she was in Chicago on Sunday with her Comic-Con buddy. And uh, we had dinner together. 
and met her cosplay friends and all this stuff. And it was a great Saturday night evening hanging out with the cosplay community in Chicago. And just shout out to Perfectly Teresa. Go follow her. She's a great cosplayer. Very sweet. Very humble. Um, but it was it was very nice. That was a very nice Saturday doing that. But that was like, I didn't really... There's a lot more anime. Yeah, and dude. I, I was looking for all the DC cosplay, and honestly, I was like, there was not a lot going on the first couple days, especially. Yeah. Besides, the one person I missed that I was trying to find, and you messaged me. Yeah. You, like, uh, Amanda, Amanda Lynn. Amanda Lynn. I was like, I know. I can't find her. Yeah. She actually, like, as I left, then she posted her taking pictures as Batgirl. And I'm like, I would have I would have recognized her as Batgirl in, like, in a heartbeat. Yeah. What you were saying about being surprised when um, the person you're trying to meet wants a picture with you. With you. <laughs> I, I had that happen with Amy Chu because I had gotten that Terry Dodson remark ahead of time, but I had specifically looked for that variant because I thought yeah. it was so cool, right? And so I gave it to her to sign the next day, and she's like, where did you get this? This is a rare cover. I'm like, oh, really? I mean, like I, I just kind of hunted around. I found one on eBay, and she's like, "Wow, um, can you hold this so I can take a picture of you with it?" That's like a, a cool. Co-. She's like, "I might have to eBay one of those for myself." I'm like, what? "Wow, that's that's, awesome. that's cool." And it's like nothing that I fucking made or anything like that. It was just like, "Ooh, good eye, good taste," you know? Yeah. Something I didn't have like. Like somebody stopped and tried to take my picture, but when Kevin was signing the the Mondo print poster for me, when he unrolled it, his handler saw that on the bottom of it. I don't know if I should say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, on the bottom of the print, on the back of it, it's a Mondo Warner Brothers sample. Oh, right. Yeah. It says it has a sample stamp on it in the back of it, and he's like, so he unrolls it. And he goes, "Oh, this is one of my favorites," and I was like, I was like, he likes the one I brought. I was like, so it was like, you know, and he, so you know, and to hear Kevin Conroy like point out that you know. While everybody else was bringing pop Funko figures or yeah. Arkham stuff and animated series stuff, like he was like, I, I like this one. And I was like, I was like, yay. <laughs> when I was meeting Jim Lee, I had got, so I got Alex and Scott to sign all my other things first, right? He was my last stop because you got to buy a ticket to meet him at a certain time and whatever. But I had this hush poster, a full 24 by 36 poster that I had them sign. And so when his people were like unrolling that for him, he's like, where did you get this? Because you can't get them. And like, it's been a couple of years, but I think I like imported it or something when I knew I was going to meet him the last time. And the d- dimensions are kind of weird. Cause it's not like official. And he's like, this has got to be some kind of bootleg because it doesn't have like the official, like copyright shit on the bottom or something. He's like, these are so out of print. He's like, I don't know if maybe someone scanned the original or like, what is this? He's like, but I just thought it was interesting that he was like, how did you find one of these? You know, it's always good when the guys who do the work are stopped going, where did you get this? Yeah. And he wasn't like knocking it or anything like, oh, this is some second rate knockoff or something. He was just like, oh, wow, that's cool. I, you know, don't see a lot of these anymore. That's cool. I think overall, I had, like, two really great moments. And, like, one was, uh, you guys follow uh, Lucky Star Art? Yeah, I think I do. I think so. Yeah. Uh, Stephanie LaVoot, uh this amazing artist. She, uh, her and I have been chatting since we met uh, in 2019 in New York Comic Con. 
And I go, I, I go up to her booth, right? And I haven't seen her since 2019. And she just goes, Dave? Like, <laughs> runs up to me and gives me a hug. That's nice. And like at that moment, I was like, this artist is phenomenal. And then at that moment, this woman, Natalie, she was one of the people who was collecting art for the St. Jude's auction that happened Saturday Saturday evening. Yeah. And one of the pieces, uh, so Stephanie actually donated one of her pieces. This amazing uh, Daredevil piece. It must have been like 18 by 24 that she did. And she did this thing where like, before she handed it off to Natalie, she was like, can you give me a minute, please? She like looked at her piece one last time, and you can see how emotional she got. And I was like, what a beautiful thing that someone draws something with so much passion yeah. that it's hard to let go. But she knew that it was for a better cause. In 2019, I picked up a piece for Legends. It was that, it was uh, Nora Mr. Freeze that she drew in a ballpoint pen. Mm-hmm. When I picked it up, and I was like, hey, um, I'm here to pick up a piece for Legends. And she was, oh, okay. She's like, and what's your name? And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm Dave. Hey, she's like, give me the She did the same exact thing. She gave me a minute. And I saw her eyes, like, watering up. And she was like, this is one of my favorite pieces I ever drawn. Wow. And I was like, Mr. Freeze and Roy? Yeah. Like, holy hell, it's fucking amazing. And I, like, I took a picture of it with her. I took a picture of her holding the piece, something I, I'll probably reshare tomorrow like first time I met her yeah and uh and she came in the piece and she's like please take good care of it and I was like I still have to ship it to, to California I'm so scared <laughs> and just to know that like you know she's so humble and like so passionate about what she does and, like that moment I was like wow you know like that's amazing but uh right well besides Joel Jones doing my catwoman when I met Rose like, I, I didn't know much about her. I, I recognized some of her covers. Yeah. And we were hanging out at Capture Collectibles. And it's me and uh, Murphy over in uh, Skeptical Comics. We were just chatting. And like she's, like, laughing at us. I'm, like, very, uh, very witty. Yeah. And, you know, depending on people's wittiness, it tells you uh, a lot about their intelligence or, like, where they are. And, man, she was giving it to us. And just that, like, you know, everyone's human. At the end of the day, like, at these Comic-Cons, yeah. the fact that I'm not standing in line for four hours for someone or three hours, like, these lines are really short because of what we're going through globally. Yeah. Um, you have these interactions with these people and you build these relationships. And you realize everyone's just people. Like, everyone's just human. And as long as you're not being weird or being a creep, like, you're just, you're just them. <laughs> You know, I definitely felt weird going back to some artists like a second time. Like, oh, I found this out here. Would you sign this too? You know, but like, they they were I, all I, about it. You know, they were totally down. I, I didn't. I ran into my friends who like I didn't like because I kind of like was like, you guys got to you know like game knocked out. It was super cool. It was super nice. And I was like, I brought them all back with me. And I was like, hey, look, I brought more people for you. And then yeah. he was like, oh my god, like thank you, like da 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 da. And then it's like Tony Fleeks, and then. It was like, then we went back to Manuel Martinez and it was like, they were, I was like, everybody I hit already once. I was like, yeah. no guys, you guys gotta go meet these guys. And then they're like, oh yeah. And then all of a sudden they're exchanging cards and stuff like that. Yeah, no, I totally was fanboying out like the whole week, the whole day I was there. I was like, no, you, did you see this person yet? No, go see this person. Go see this person. Like I was, I was like a little kid all, all on Sunday. Nice. It was, it was nice. <laughs> I don't want to have too much on me. Yeah. And it's like, 
all right, man, uh, like Amanda Connor. All right, I got these five books for you and Jimmy. And then it's like, all right, I got another four books the second time I see you. And I, I did the same thing with Kimmy Garcia, same thing with Stephanie Phillips. Stephanie Phillips actually left one book behind. And then I was like, screw it, I'm bringing it. I had her sign this one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I had her sign this one. Well, That's a good one. I had her sign this one. That was the first day. And then I was like, crap, I left this one at home? Really? So then she signed this the second day. And we just chatted for a bit. It was nice. It was just nice that, again, like, I think right now, you have to take advantage of the cons if you could go. Just because there's not much people going there. Yeah. It's entire, uh, you know, making sure you're vaccinated to get there. It's like a kind of like great safety net. And also a great opportunity to be have better conversations with these creators and um you know and then to actually get to know you a little bit like when i spoke with joel jones about oregon and my trip to the west coast i did the same thing with rose and then like stephanie talk about deep dish pizza compared to new york and yeah. i was like i'm not doing deep dish and i'm like just these conversations it was just you know just simple conversations not like what's your next project not that basic nonsense it's like no like, we're human. We're talking about food. And I'm like, where'd you go for dinner last night? And I was like, oh, that place sucked. And I was like, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, it's having a conversation with your friends just because you can. You're not, it's not pushing the herd. Like, yeah. hurry up, get your book signed. Next, next, yeah. next. None of that was happening. And yeah. And granted, I like, I feel a little bit like that when it's the big signings. You know, like, Jim Lee was the only one where... I had something else that I wanted to give to him and the next person's already getting shoved in there. I'm like, uh, okay, well, you know, and that was sort of like when I met Michael Keaton was the same kind of thing of, of just the handlers are moving everybody because there's a big line and everybody, yeah. I don't know, yeah. I don't they like, oversold or what. It's really funny when I went back to, to Nakayama, I didn't expect... Um, somebody in my group in the group that I was walking with to actually have a commission that they were going to pick up from him. Oh, cool. And I was like, Oh, and they're like, yeah, we know we, we know we're behind schedule. And he's like, well, can you give me two hours? And like when he, when he said, can you give me a couple hours? We we're like, I was like, Oh, okay, we'll come back. I mean, but all I saw on the paper were the pen, blue pencil, like circles of what he was going to do. And he was going to do a Spider-Man. Well, this is the thing he did in two hours. Nice. Oh, that's shit. great! Yeah, full and color full, and everything. Like, it was a full, like you know, I want to say like fourteen or sixteen inch page that he did, and you know, you go back in there when you have that opportunity. You really think about it. It's like you know, these guys are at conventions because they're doing they're doing this as a fan service for us. You know, yeah, like we're we're fanboying out for all of them, but you realize how much work they're putting out for everybody that they're there for, whether it's a signature, a sketch, a remark, or a commission. Yeah. And they're knocking these things out in a couple of days and it's ridiculous. And it's just, you know, you sit there and that's why, like, you know, David's talking about you build the connection of the real human being of the artist and the person there, because you also want to show your gratitude to them. And you're and you know, we're all there for the same purpose to enjoy yep. it, have fun and show our appreciation. But that's the point is you also have to be like gracious to them because of all the work that they're putting out for us. 
Yeah, and it was cool, like you mentioned, to kind of actually see them work too. You know, like to watch Sean Murphy just do a quick sketch. Like he did this crazy technique where, you know, he's drawing like this and then he does this weird thing with his like thumb and his pinky where he's like side sketching weird. I'm like, what the fuck is this magic? And then <laughs> like later when I was in line to meet Scott Williams on the third day, Alex was going to bring my color commission to pick up. And so I'm in line. I think I'm about fourth in line and he's just making chit chat before they open with the first person in line and he pulls out from his bag my cover and he pulls out his tools and whatever and he starts adding some finishing touches or whatever so here i am in the middle of the line i'm like zooming in on my phone like filming him kind of do the little white highlights and shit before i get to pick it up like it, it was just cool to watch these dudes do their thing and i don't know man it's like especially these ones that you've been reading their stuff for years and years it's like yeah. I mean, I, I'm a musician. I love getting to see all the behind the scenes shit and collaborate with people in the studio. And, you know, it, it was, it was kind of like that. Like I've never had that with artwork before to just watch motherfuckers do this for you in person. Um, have you guys thought about like what cons you're trying to do next year? Well, 2020 was supposed to be the, my, like I'm going all in on cons year. And so, um, since that didn't happen, I wound up spending way too much money just on like hot toys and, you know, mail order signings. But I'm hoping that next year I'll either do San Diego or New York, if not both, um, because I, I really want to go to these bigger ones. And, you know, like I said, I, I crossed so many people off the bucket list on this trip. Like there were already so many people who were in LA where Nando was at that I wanted to see. There were lots of people in Chicago or who were just at New York a little while ago, you know, like I want to go to some of these bigger ones and try it out. How about you, Nando? I think for sure I'll already be in, in San Diego, um, but I might be in San Diego for work. So that might be something different. W pass. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I'll just hire you for the weekend. There you go. I work for um, the yeah, right. Come work for me for a weekend. There you go. But WonderCon is in April, so it's going to be April 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Nice. Um, my son's birthday is April 1st, and I think he's starting to kind of be at the age now where he can, like, enjoy, like, the cosplay, um, getting some sketch stuff done, seeing some of the, the toys and the shows and stuff like that at conventions. And WonderCon's not on the grand scale of, like, a New York or a, a San Diego, so it's still, it might be a little bit easier for him to work. So I think uh dad and him are gonna go have a solo con trip to WonderCon for his birthday. Cool. Um which That's then, in Anaheim, right? Yeah, it'll be in Anaheim. Um That's then, something to um, remember forever, man. Yeah, one and then one of my buddies, Isaac, he's been he's like, man, we need to do an East Coast one. He goes, we need to do C two E two or we need to do New York. And I'm like, you know what? Wherever we go, we'll make it a family trip, and then we can do this. I'm like, well, let's do an East Coast one next year. So nice. There's at least two on the books that for sure that I know about, maybe three. Badass. I'm so ready for cons. You have no idea. I got five in mind right now. <laughs> the, Didn't you talk about the London one? No. <laughs> yeah. Yo, for real. I legit. I just told Laura Braga that I was like, because uh, she messaged me today. 
and she shared my Christmas tree stuff yesterday. Yeah, and I was that like, was cool. No way. Shit, all my Christmas tree shit. And I was like, hell yeah. But she was like, oh, I can't wait. You know, I can't wait to see you. And I was like, I can't wait to see you, like, ASAP. I'm planning on going to MCM in London. Wow. I told her, let me know, because if I could do that, I'll go to London. But right as of right now, what I have planned, Wicked Comic Con in Boston, Sean Murphy and Katana Khan's are going to be there. So, duh, I'm going to show up. It's a two-hour drive. Why not? Um, if you go to actually- London, though, I'm, I'm going to be on you to get me some Bermejo signatures or something. Brother, you got my number. So, <laughs> hit me up. Um, the week before that is actually WonderCon. So, depending on that lineup, I don't know. I might see you Sunday. Let's see. That's April. If you're coming out here, Dave, you already know. You're already taken care of on that, so you, you don't have to worry about that. Every year. Or two. Whatever. Then there's the June Heroes Con. Yeah, Heroes Con is Charlotte. Everyone talks about how great Heroes Con is. Yeah. So that's uh, June 22nd to the 24th. Then August is C2E2. And I'm going to go back to Chicago, man. Chicago is freaking amazing. I got to, like... I have to take more days so I can enjoy the city and not get shot. But if I can enjoy the city during the day and not get shot and like go to like all the all the locations where um the Dark Knight was filmed. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm pretty sure that there, there was a map, all the filmings of the of Dark Knight. And I was like, damn it, I can't do this right now. I gotta run to the con because during the during con days, it's a whole day. Yeah. But yeah, if you go to Chicago in the summer is going to be a lot different than going in December. So just be prepared for the humidity. Yeah. It's going to be hot. I'm not worried about the humidity, bro. I'm <laughs> worried about the bullets. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then, of course, like New York Comic Con is a must. That's when the team gets together. Yeah. And then I'll be through Baltimore again because uh, Baltimore seems to be a really good con every year. So I got five on the books. If I could do MCM, that'd be six the terrific con ends up being dope that's seven so i might go over my days i gotta do a lot of uber eats yeah i gotta tell you i spent way too much at this one con i gotta dig myself out of that hole first okay i definitely sold some toys that i didn't need anymore and i was like this is con money so i can go in without hurting myself i went with a budget and then when jim lee added a day well then that's an extra ticket and then that's an extra ticket to him specifically. And then that's an extra hotel. And then that's an extra all the meals. And then it's like, fuck it. He's doing sketches too. Whatever. Let's do it. You know, it's like, <laughs> like I'm already this far over budget. Like, what you are you going to do? You, it's, you, were, you were already all the way in. You yeah. Were like, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm committing. I'm, I'm committing. Up. <laughs> yeah. I'm, um, what's the other one I want to go to? I want to go to Megacon. All right, I gotta start stripping. <laughs> <laughs> Not for guys, clearly. You know, if they pay, if they pay well. Yeah. Um, you gotta, you gotta take the money where you get it. Hey, nobody mad at you. And like, um, you know, you always like one thing: find a hotel that has breakfast. Right, that's like step one. Right, you defeat yourself. Grab a couple of bananas. No, no. I see. I brought a box of cereal. I found a corner store nearby with the almond milk. 
So I just had I had my fucking in the hotel breakfast every day, so I was good. I brought my granola bars in my backpack with the comics, and it, yeah, it was good. Yeah, the snacks is the biggest thing, man. Because like you're standing in those lines, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. You got to snack. You got to have snacks. You got to hydrate. You got to stretch. You know, because sometimes you're standing in a line, especially when someone's doing sketches. Like you're just standing there, like yo. Just <laughs> you know, I have to admit, like the longest line I sat in was Conroy, and it was maybe 20 minutes. That was the longest line I sat in for anything at all. Keith David was supposed to do a, a signing from what my understanding was, but they didn't end up doing it. So I took my, my NECA Goliath box and I was going to have him sign the box and that didn't end up happening. But um, there was no real lines. I mean, like Nakayama, I was able to walk right up. Fleeks, I was able to walk right up. Everybody else, I was able to go right up to him and talk to him and, and do it. So I was like super happy. Yeah. And I mean, I, maybe it's because I went on Sunday when everybody else had already gone Friday and Saturday. But... Yeah. Sunday's a good day for that stuff. Like, yeah, that's how it was really for me on the weekdays, and then really the only long wait, you know, that was like forty-five minutes, I think, for Jim Lee, and I was one of the first people lined up, but it still took a while to get through there. But yeah, everything else is like you either go right up to the person, or there's two people ahead of you, and and yeah. you know, so I like you were saying about you know the reduced capacity stuff. I mean, I I felt really safe. Everybody had to get. You know, they went through the screening, everyone had their masks on, and, you know, it was just instant access to all these amazing guests. It was, it was fantastic. Yeah, I think um, it's hard to go south. I hate saying shit like this, but as long as we're in this COVID world, like, this is going to be cons, and I'm going to love it. Um, when we get back to, like, every line being over an hour, I'm fucked it. Yeah. And then you pay for the VIP pass and all that stuff, but... It's enjoyable right now. Just less people. And then, you know, I, I'm not one to tell people what to do, but it's, it's nice to know that at least everyone's vaccinated in the place. Yeah. You know, and we're being responsible, wearing the mask stuff. And, you know, it's like everyone caring for one another, making sure that we enjoy it and we walk out of it okay. Yeah. Um, even the artists and the people who work there. And that's great. Do I want cons to go back to normal? No. I got so <laughs> much done right now. But that's me being selfish. It'd be, it'd be great to have, you know, more people there just to have more people to enjoy shit with and all that. But I like, I like the fact that cons are like what it used to be, you know, yeah. Yeah. Heavily, like we have all these vendors who are not there, right? No huge DC presence, no huge Marvel presence, no huge, uh, not a million actors and people from TV. It's legit more like just the creators. And yeah. It's the books. It was the books and the art. Yeah. And if this is what everyone went through all the years that I didn't go to cons, man, I missed out on so much shit because it's awesome right now. And again, it's like more intimate. You can build, you can talk to people a little more. You don't feel rushed. I could get used to this, but in a way, it's like, that's just, that's just my selfishness. And it'd be cool to have more people around. You were talking about like the, 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 you know, the line waiting and stuff like that, right? And it's like, you know, I have the only two that I could compare it to this year was I did Torpedo Con earlier in the summer and I got, I did the Frank Miller package. Like I got nice. Frank Miller's signing and I then had Sinclair sign the same, one of the same books too. That, and then it was Brian Azarello was there. So it was like, I got Azarello's signature. It was like, I was going back. I got Frank Cho that day. It was like, it was, a, well, me, I was, that I was, was wondering about one. that because you were at this one that a lot of those names you just mentioned were at. And I was like, should I ask him why he didn't mention any of them? <laughs> like you already met yeah, him. 
Yeah, so it was like, but I was going back and forth on that convention, and I was running like a chicken with my head cut off to try to get in lines because I was like, oh, I got to make it, I got to make it. But for L.A., you know, on a bigger scale, con- comparatively, it was it was cake. It was an easy day. It was just, you know, I was really relaxed. I walked in, walked around, had my water bottle, had my snacks, and I didn't have any problems all day. And the nice thing was L.A., the one thing I did say that I did like about it is L.A. had a food truck court outside. Nice. Uh, and they had a um, they had a Voodoo Ranger beer garden outside as well too, which they didn't plan well enough for that one because they ran out of all the beer before anybody could really even get out there. But the food trucks were really cool. It was really nice to have that. They had cornhole playing outside. People were all just outside eating, talking, hanging out. And it was really nice. That's awesome. The big thing that like like you mentioned Torpedo Con, talk about All Star Team for a con, right? And because of that, like the lines are a little longer because there's not much to spread out. But like you have Comic Cons, I was I was when I was standing in line, two of the guys I was talking to, they were like, "What do we do?" Because it was the first time there. Yeah, and I was like, guys, like it's it's eight thirty in the morning. We're the third wave. Like you're good. Don't worry about it. And they were like, you know, we look behind us at like nine forty five, fifteen minutes before you know the fucking that you know whoever let the dogs out, and there's like. A thousand people behind us, maybe more. And like you see, like there's only going to be like two hundred people in front of us. Like we're you're good at whatever you want to do because there's so many people there for so many reasons. Right? Yeah, they're going to spread there's out. People, yeah, everything yeah. spreads. There's people for comic con, for comic exclusives. There's people for signings. There's people for photo ops. There's people who just cosplay. There's people who are there for wrestling shit. There's people looking for toys. There's people who just to be there, right? And People freak out at first, and it's like, no, you're fine. And then I, you know, I spoke to the guys afterwards, and they were just like, yo, you're right. We got we got so much done. You know, we were like 15 and 20th in line, and I was just like, yeah, like you're good. Like you know, like it's so much, it's so much spread out at a bigger con yeah. compared to like a torpedo con where it's just like yeah. it's super concentrated. You got like the all star team of of comics in one location, and it's like shit. It's going to take a while. And yep. there's all the packages and signatures and sketches and all this stuff happening. But at con, it's like, if you're there early, you could just speed walk to where you want to get done first. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, guys, this has been a, a, a really fun recap. I have got to wrap it up for the evening. But thank you. I'm glad that we all had such a great time on our each solo adventures. I'll be, I've been recording this, so I'll, I'll drop it on the... Uh, the Bat Fanatic podcast is a little little bonus episode for everybody who who didn't get to tune in right now. Awesome, yeah. Let us know. Yeah. Post. And also, not only that, but thank you for inviting us onto this because you know this is you know it was a lot of fun to get together and talk about it. But you know, uh, you really are the one that kind of put it all together for all of us to come together and, and share our our time. So thank you. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That, I, this is this is it's fun. It's fun to do this. It was one of those like, all right, do I need to bust out a solo episode? You know, and I was like, wait, Fernando just went. Wait, Dave just went. <laughs> Shit, dude, let's do a team up and like we'll all have our own story. It'll be perfect. So I'm what wonder twin power stars. <laughs> exactly. I'm about that life. This is Robin. Thanks for checking out the Bad Fanatic podcast with Sammy Warman. All right, that is our show. Huge thanks to Dave and Fernando for jumping on and joining me. 
I did just want to air this on the channel for anybody who missed it, who doesn't follow our Instagram. If you want to, it's at BatFanAddict. You can also support the show by clicking the link in our bio or visiting patreon.com slash BatFanAddict. Now, we did make mention to some comic book covers or some artwork throughout the show so if you want to see a visual version of this recap there is a youtube version you can go to the bat force on youtube and the everything batman podcast where we all tell these stories but with the visual aids so check that out and we'll see you for season three